With the last of my strength, I pull something deep inside. What are you doing? Is, is that... See those lights, boy? Ancestors blessing us. They speak to us when we sleep. Boy, look! A new light. Awoken as I watched. It shines on us. A new ancestor has awoken. We'll be a good hunt tomorrow, boy. We are blessed. We are blessed. It is with great excitement that I, Disophocles, commit word to parchment. At Das, a rider, brought at long last the scrolls I had asked for from the great library of Alexandra. It was by oil lamp that I studied them feverishly till the morning light. It is as I suspected from my own meagre observations. There is a light in the heavens that is unlike the others. It rises above Corvus the crow, yet does not move like it, nor any of the other great beasts and gods of the night sky. They all travel a smooth road back and forth before us each night and day. This light flicks between them, visiting each in turn. Perhaps it is a messenger from Zeus carrying word to each of his subjects. It is not to the humble teacher like I to guess. I shall send my findings to the far greater minds of Alexandra to decide. In the year of our Lord, 1648, I, Giovanni Salviotto, write with glad heart of the wondrous discoveries in with mine own art. A discovery built upon the fine works of Copernicus, Galileo, 
and of particular note, Dysophocles. Of what scrolls of the latter that survived the burning of the library in Alexandria, I have surmised thusly. Dysophocles was correct that there is a star which appears to dance betwixt the constellations, moving unlike the others. But if his illustrations and descriptions are true, and I believe them to be, it is also far brighter now than in his time. He said of the star as a faint needle prick floating above Corvus the crow. Yet what I see through my viewing glass far outshines all the heavenly bodies of Corvus. It is as a radiant beacon to God's blessed flock. I believe it is the wondrous northern star that led the three fair kings to Bethlehem. And it has returned to lead us to a new golden valley of bounty. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for coming. I'm Professor Druon, and I'm head of astronomy at the British Space Institute. I have called you all here today to share a monumental discovery by my team. If you'll draw your attention to the following diagrams. Geoffrey, can you uh, put the next slide up? Right. Through the use of orbital analytics, the prediction of orbits of astral bodies via variable algorithms, we have discovered what appears to be a rogue star. Dubbed Spiro, it has been observed over the last hundred years to have changed position in an erratic fashion, quite separate from the rest of the Milky Way. This is believed to have been first discovered by an obscure Italian astronomer. In fact, if his measurements were accurate, it's possible that this star has moved closer to our solar system. As to the nature of this phenomenon, we have several working theories and are in the process of reaching out to the wider scientific community. Now, I could take some questions. Felix, give me a caffeine pill, uh, um, latte flavour. Felix, record a priority message for command, immediate transmission. Morning Control, this is Captain Van Slogshows. This is day 786 of the Spiro mission. I've been out of cryosleep, must be... 30 hours by now. Dave, I know you're dying to know the effects of a cryo run this long. <laughs> I'd say it feels like a hangover after a bottle of really cheap tequila. <laughs> oh. Reason for transmission is that Felix brought me out of cryo 28 days early for my maintenance shift. Rest of the crew are still under, so I'm really flattered. He woke me up for a general amber alert, but control. I can't find a damn thing wrong. 
Every system is showing as nominal. I know it's gotten a little techy with the odd gas cloud or errant radio signal, but it seems different. Felix! Report error! Report error! Control! All forward facing sensors just went down. Temperature! Visual! Radio bounce! I'm moving to the bow! Command! I'm showing internal temperature warnings all over the ship and it... It's getting hot as hell in here. Control! I've reached the bow! Felix, bring up nav display! Does that make sense? Control! Nav! Says we're well within all tolerances for speed and trajectory, but it's shown why the ship is right on the top of the Spiro. Way past the observational proximity! We're not due for hundreds of days! Control! All visual sensors showing us offline! I'm going to open a blast door to try to get a visual! Ah! So bright! Felix! Ah! Increase bow viewing window capacity by. 
I think you know where I'm transmitting from. And if you're still there, I imagine you're smart enough to understand the language I speak. I don't know how much time I have left. Even the best of us don't, though they've hidden the truth from most. Would you like to know what you've done to us? We have not had a nightfall in ten years. That's 3,650 cycles of our star. Our crops have failed, and most of us have starved. Our richest forests have turned to desert. Tornadoes ripped most of the western hemisphere to shreds. That is what the light of Sparrow has done to us. Sparrow. My grandfather named it. It means hope. How brilliant you must be to fire such an awesome beam of energy to measure so precisely its many bends and weaves as it skimmed across the countless gravity waves of the galaxy over eons. And how ruthless you must be to want to utterly burn my planet from the night sky down to the last atom. What did you see? How many thousands of years ago some hunter chipping off a flint arrow head by a fire? Was that so offensive, so dangerous? What gave you the right? Thank you. 